Chapter 39 Believe Me by Tahira Mafi. You know when the movie credits troll and people get up to leave and suddenly they cut to a post-credit scene? That's what this novella is like. Literally. Insane, right? Not so much. Follow our discussion in this chapter to know what pretty much everyone felt about this novella. Believe us. We do. Turn the page. Welcome to a new chapter of Between the Pages. If this is your first time joining our podcast, we welcome you. We are your hosts. I'm Nesma. And this is Hanin. We host this podcast together where we review and recommend books for you to read. We divided our chapters into two parts, starting with a spoiler-free review where we tell you what the book is about and what that we thought about it. Then we move on to a more in-depth analysis of the book where we share our favorite moments chat about the plot and contemplate what could happen next in the series. Well, today is an exception because I think... We're I going think, into spoiler. <laughs> no, I mean, Believe Me is the last book in the series. So. Yeah, true. Yeah. But today we have uh, Believe Me by Tahira Mafi. Mm-hmm. And we have some thoughts about the book, don't we? Yeah, but let me start by saying, why... why the chapters in this book couldn't have just been in Imagine Me? That is a good a good question. Mm-hmm. But if you... Wow, I haven't thought about that. I, hmm, maybe she hadn't written them yet. And the deadline came or something? Um, but she already in the epilogue in Imagine Me, there was like chapter one and chapter two. Yeah. And we ended with like a dog scene where she was grabbing the dog. That was and so she was strange. Like, and she's my world. <laughs> and that was, okay, very good ending to a series. It's but, like, yeah. how, how does this whole entire series like wrap up on a scene with a dog? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that was so random. Yeah. But I think generally um, my expectations for this novella were too high. I should have been a little bit more down to earth (laughs) because like once I started reading it I felt like I wasn't really getting what I wanted Mm. maybe I had something really specific in mind so that's why I was disappointed but I think um if someone has like because I binge read the whole series beforehand before this novella yeah Um, I just read imagine me and escape the parts where she was robo (laughs) J. I think those parts are still cool. We talked. I talked about that before in an yeah. episode. <laughs> you were freaked out, and I thought it was just pure entertainment. <laughs> you have a point that mm-hmm. these chapters could have been in Imagine Me. Okay, let's do this. Let's mm. think logically, because if you add Believe Me on Imagine Me, the book is, like, really big, because already the last book in the series is, like, really thick, if you compare it to Define But, but it wasn't with the thickness. You could just finish the book in a day, so why not, like, make it a day and a half? <laughs> I know, but remember the comment that I had, that Define Me was too small and mm. barely anything happened yeah, in Define Yeah, and it could have been added to I Restore think, Me. Yeah, I think, like, some of the bits in Imagine Me could have been added to Define, Define Me, and, and then, then we could have squeezed in Believe, believe Me into Imagine Me. Like, yeah. really. I think it's just, like, a strategy of publishers publishers or money (laughs) money it's just maybe about money i don't know like because if they did think this through then congratulations you just got a couple more dollars from us like (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> uh, like I wish I could recommend this book. I, f- I really do. <laughs> like no, people should read it if they've read the whole series. It makes sense. It makes sense because it's like yeah. a missing part in the in the show in the show in the series. <laughs> it definitely completes it and makes it perfect. Like it's like the ribbon on top. Yeah. Um. Mm. But there are just some things that just. Like, they got on my nerves. Like, for example, Warner and Kenji. I just started the novella and I was like, seriously, are they still on bad terms? Like, after everything that happened, Mm -hmm. they still hate each other. I know they don't hate hate each other. Like, they secretly love each other. Like, deep, 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 (laughs) deep down, they love each other. They do. Their romance is amazing. It's it's never boring. (laughs) And then, like, when it got to the end of the novella, I was like, okay... Well done, well done, Tahira Mafi. Really, you convinced me that all this uh, that I went through through the novella yes, was, worth was it. actually true, and like Kenji was the stupid. <laughs> but okay, yeah, Warner but, was more stupid. So yeah, Warner was definitely more stupid. But one of the thoughts that I had is that at the beginning of the novella, because I, because of my frustration with Warner and Kenji, I was hmm. thinking that Warner still does not realize that the people around him, um, including. Kenji, Sam, Nuria, Castle, all of these people are important. You know, they're, he doesn't just need Juliet in his life, you know, it's not, he needs them as much as he needs Juliet, not Mm. in a romantic way, obviously, but um, he needs a family, he needs a family, he needs a support system, and he needs people that care about him for him to care about himself, because clearly he doesn't. And I feel like this moment of realization uh, I was expecting it to have like already happened, mm. you know, because of what happened in Imagine Me. And I thought that they finally on good terms and we can see them on good terms from the start of the novella. Mm. But that didn't happen because I, th- I know she wanted to perfect it. You know, she wanted to do that uh, you, surprise, like, surprise thing, thing at the yeah. end. <laughs> And I see, like, once I got to that chapter, I was like, okay, I see what she was doing. I can mm. completely understand now. I'm not mad anymore. I think Maybe the only way it would have sunk in for Aaron that these people actually love him is yes. the way they did it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, there was one part about Sam, um, which I loved, by the way. Did I highlight it? I didn't. No, I remember there was a part where he was talking about Sam and then right before he had to go up to the aisle at the stand mm. at the top of the aisle, he he had this moment of realization that, okay, this could be a truce. Mm. I remember he used the word truce. Yeah. But I was like, okay, he's starting to let people in. This is mm. amazing. This yes. is great. And Sam and Warner, like while they were having their conversation, oh my God, these could this be is such going cool to friends. disaster. <laughs> No, I mean, they could be such amazing friends. Like when they yeah. had like the... And Sam was laughing about right. the dog. They, they're both in kind of the same situation yes. on different scales. Yeah, but <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah So they right. could be really great friends apart from Kenji. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that was really great. Uh, another thing which I wanted to say is that until chapter 11 for me, the novella wasn't really enjoyable because... And how um, many chapters was it? <clears throat> uh, 14. There are 14 <laughs> chapters. Everything kept dragging out and she kept hyper-focusing on things that didn't make any sense to focus on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And 
the like whole the thing dog. with the surprise and then Winston coming and getting him for another surprise and it was just about the dog and then back and forth between Juliet and Warner and then Warner being alone sulking because Juliet isn't there and then like oh my god it's like all over the place but you are in Warner's head he spirals <laughs> I know, I know, and he's so—he's such a drama queen. Yes, the he's best such drama, a drama queen, queen ever. There, the most handsome drama queen out there, <laughs> in a green suit, <laughs> in a green wedding suit. Oh my god, that one killed me. It killed me. <laughs> I was like, oh, because like if you don't know, you probably, of course, you don't know. <laughs> like my whole, like I have a whole Pinterest. Um, like album for like wedding themes and ideas and all i have is like green suits <laughs> in my in my like what's it called um mood board like yeah. something like that yeah but i don't pity her fiance <laughs> like <laughs> of course you don't <laughs> and and then we move on to chapter 11 this chapter really got me into the novella because for some reason everything that happened before was a bit unnecessary like I said, and felt a bit childish even because of like we're being in Warner's head and all. And um, can we hang on the word childish? Sure, go ahead. It's just like this, this novella showed me how really he's undeveloped in a lot of areas. Like, yes, like socially and emotionally, he's Uh underdeveloped. Yeah, like this whole nonsense of 11 chapters or 10 chapters just because like, He's really messed up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So and yeah. the 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 fact that Kenji is suggesting uh, therapy to go to therapy, <laughs> perfect, <laughs> perfect, and it really shows him that people care about care. it, even though he doesn't see it that way. He, he thinks doesn't. that he, he sees it as an f- attack. Yeah, he sees it as an attack. Yeah, God, he's so messed up. <laughs> okay, go on with your point. Okay, Sorry. there was one quote which was uh, page one hundred and thirty-three. It was, in the center is a home, not a house, not a building, but a home, salvaged from the wreckage. And that quote, like, ah, it really dug into my heart. And I I loved the fact that I was surprised by it as a reader, you know, mm. because I was, I was expecting a surprise wedding mm. and not a surprise home. Mm. And you know me, like, I'm, I'm like... Forget about weddings. Like, I'm not really about <laughs> weddings. I'm, like, about creating a home. And yes, yes. Like, me too. All of that is, like, so amazing. And the idea that they have that and they're going to build upon that. And and even the coat itself is so symbolic. Yes. It's, like, him salvaged, salvaged from, from, the from the wreckage. Yeah. It's like, put it on, on Aaron. Put it on Juliet. Put it uh-huh. on the world. Yeah. It's such a beacon of hope. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's another quote on page 137. But these changes were radical. Her effortless compassion toward even the lowest foot soldiers gained Ella's loyalty across the continent. And it goes on for like, he goes on for like two pages praising how amazing she is as a leader. And I wanted to go back to this discussion for a reason because I remember talking about this in another episode. I don't remember which one. Um, I was talking about how I wanted Warner to be, maybe in Restore Me. Yes, it was Restore Me. We, how we, I we wanted so... Warner to be the leader mm-hmm. because I know that he's perfect for it. He has the knowledge on how to control, how to lead, how to make decisions that are important, mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with emotional attachment. And, and feelings and 
So yes. I always thought that Warner was the perfect person. But I mean, he was the head of Sector 45. Exactly. Like, it was he, like it's his position already. Yeah. And he was raised to be that. Yes. You know, that makes a huge difference. Mm. So for me, seeing Warner see Juliet through the through his eyes really makes me see, okay, he really has a point. Juliet is perfect mm. to Even be the Even though she was like whiny for five oh books. Oh my God, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was whiny too. Like he, mm. he kept, um, the, the, like what really pissed me off with Warner is that he kept saying, oh, I should have taught her that. Oh, I should have taught her this. Oh, it was my fault that she didn't mm. do this right. And I was like, then why didn't you? What was stopping you? You were just like... He was so in his, so head. In his head. His father died and then, oh my God, he's still alive. And oh, the, oh my God, they took Juliet away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, Poor he's guy didn't a lot have of time, time to head. breathe. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. But like, I love how this um, chapter is really coming together. Like, this is what I meant. Like, from starting on from chapter 11, things start to get together. Mm-hmm. Like, beforehand, we have just... We're just in Warner's head. And everyone is lashing at him so, like, thoroughly. <laughs> I Who? mean, Sam, when she told him, I don't see what uh. she sees in you and blah, blah, blah. And Kenji saying the same thing. And then Nuria. Why did practically they do that? It's because they're getting on his nerves and they're lashing out too. You know, maybe they yeah. don't mean what they say in the moment. I think Sam meant it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I do and she's think right. so. She's Actually, right. Because she is in his position and she's holding it together. I mean. <laughs> but no, and she Sam was right in a way where she said you wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for Juliet. Or no one would mm. even do any of this if it wasn't for Juliet. Because she's right. He treats them like poop. <laughs> <laughs> like his royalty and they're just commoners. Yeah. <laughs> And he really believes that he knows better. like, And mm. he does know better sometimes. But um, he just clashes with Nuria and Sam a lot because of the decision making. And he doesn't like even the level with them. He doesn't like he's not on a common ground with them. He just mm. has like an idea in his head that he wants to accomplish. And Sam and, and Nuria like, are Why not... are you so stupid not to read my mind? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. And yeah, this is uh, was one of the... Uh, important quotes because I I even wrote like in my notes her compassion loyalty and genuinity for the people's welfare is the essence of a good leader and there's mm-hmm. no one who can do it better than her not Castle not Warner not Nuria not Sam but Juliet yes okay can I ask you a question sure okay so was Juliet called to be like called in to be a leader called in to be a hero is she that kind of character or is she one that sought to be the hero and like take control? Uh-huh. I don't think that she's a born leader. Mm-hmm. I think she learns how to be one. So she was called to it? Or did she feel the need to step in? Yeah, I think she felt the need to step in because she had like all this suffering going on and she felt that her suffering was reflected in the people and maybe she felt like she could make things better hmm. in a way that no one uh, no one else could because i see that castle is so headstrong and so maleish and so you know what i mean like um no but he but he had like he led a life before as a social worker which gives him the compassion that this role needs like 
in that like in league with Juliet, like Juliet is of course, yeah. same. But but then Aaron, yes, he doesn't care. He just about individual people. Oh, uh, he, he just, just wants about... things to be right. Yeah, but doesn't care yes about individual people's life. Mm-hmm. But exactly. then that, in my opinion, he he would be the perfect leader, just because. Everyone feels like they need him to be the leader. But is that the case with Juliet? Or are they just because she's the strongest? Mm-hmm. I mean, think of all the people around her, I not the people who love her. I think it was also related to opportunity. She was just seizing a moment, you know, because when she killed Anderson, she felt powerful. So mm-hmm. she was like, okay, I can do this. And then yeah. she later on, she realizes, you know what? I actually can't. <laughs> and then I, f- I feel like also... Um, the way she's leading, she's not leading on her own. So it's not mm. just Juliet, but she's like the face of it yeah, all. Yeah, in the circle. Yeah, like in she's her circle, the, yeah. the, the one on top. But I think Nerea and Sam and Castle and Warner have a lot that they can teach her. Mm. And she can take all that knowledge and make it her own and make it perfect. Because she has that missing touch She has that mother instinct maybe Mm. a little because she cares about people's feelings and people's lives. And uh, I think that combined with strategy is perfect. Yeah. I mean, maybe my my notes are a bit harsh because I know that Castle is very capable of leading and Nuria as well. But uh, I was just trying to analyze her as a character. What kind of character is she? Uh, And then on page 138... All this is still chapter 11, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's one quote which really got me. I think you're going to have maybe some thoughts on it. Uh, this was Juliet to Warner. She says, you need quiet, yes, she says. Yes, you yes, need yes. space and privacy. I want you to know that I know that. I see you. I appreciate everything you do for me, and mm-hmm. I see it. I see it every single time you sacrifice your comfort for mine, but I want to take care of you too. I want to give you peace. I want to give you a home with me. <laughs> and what I wrote in my notes is, uh, I think one of the reasons why this novella is a missing part in the series is because these words have never been spoken before. I feel like mm. they're so meaningful. Like they've, they've said, no, I love you to each other. They kind of were in Ignite Me when she was like, you're not a psychopath you're not crazy yeah it was in a way in a way yeah they're on a different level but not like this yes so this kind of makes it like ignite me ignite me was so much it was the best book in the series yes like tops it all i agree yeah but yeah and so true yeah that that coat that that coat like And I wrote that uh, they need to; these words need to be said and put out there to fill our hearts with the assurance that Juliet and Warner love each other as much as they show through their actions. Before all this, they were there for each other through life and death, and now they are there for each other as a real couple. You know, mm. because we have that different perspective. Like now, everything's calm, everything's mm. relaxed. Come on, there's still like some commotions going on and rebellions and yeah, all that. Yeah, it's not a, a life or death situation. Yeah, their their lives are not like uh, in danger, not as much, even though there could be like planned assassinations or anything because mm-hmm. they like try to protect them in the wedding and all that. Um, yeah, and I think the reason why I love this quote is because we get to see this truly caring Juliet that. Warner wants... Uh, Mature wants, Juliet. 
What? Mature Juliet. A mature Juliet, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and wants Warner to be truly happy. Uh, through the novella, we've already read countless times how Warner can't live without her and how mm. his world stops turning when she's not around. But that Juliet knows that he's going. Yeah. What, and how what much? Going and through. how much he like he he sacrifices sacrifices for her yeah. to be with her, and 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 that's that's what Tahira did. Like at the beginning, she like showed us how much Warner is suffering, but mm -hmm. like he loves her. Yeah. And and this is like as a a counterbalance to it, Loa. Exactly. We know that Juliet knows, but he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, I feel like he's suffering sil in silence mm -hmm. all the time. And he doesn't really talk about it because he do doesn't want to burden anyone or burden Juliet yeah. in that case because he doesn't care about other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's actually funny how he doesn't care about anyone. Right? <laughs> it's so, like... <laughs> Loa... It's excellent. <laughs> yeah, that was for chapter 11. Mm -hmm. uh, moving on to chapter 13. Uh, oh, that was just the quote about the suit. <laughs> that was just, I'm perfect. I'm in a perfectly tailored dark green three-piece suit with a Favorite white shirt color. and a black tie. <laughs> Favorite color. Truly. That's all I wrote down. <laughs> no color. comments, no nothing, just the quote. <laughs> yeah. And chapter but really, 14, by the way, all these people surprised me that they do actually like Warner. In a way, like they they went through the effort. Like f at the, at first, I was with Warner on the idea that okay, they went through all this just for Juliet. Mm -hmm. But then I realized that they see how much he suffered growing up, and in a way, like okay, on a small scale, but that at least drove them to to do something nice for yeah. him. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. And they've seen him devastated. I think it's also because of Juliet. Like, they see how much she loves him and they want to see what she sees. Mm. You know, they want to believe that he's a good person. And maybe Juliet talks about him and praises him and makes paints this beautiful mm. picture about him and he just doesn't want to show it, you know. But they know it's there. So they believe that he's a good person mm. or, in a way, <laughs> tolerable. <laughs> And he might actually tiny teeny bit care. Like Maybe delusional, bit, but yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know the, the wedding scene when when the music started playing? Mm -hmm. I stopped the audiobook because I was listening to the audiobook. And, and you reading went to listen to the music? And I went to listen to the... You did same. the same thing. Same. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I knew you were going to do that too. <laughs> But like to like imagine what it sounds like. Yeah. But I actually expected that they choose a more special song. But I know that uh, music isn't a thing anymore. Music isn't really a thing. Yeah. Thing that you remember. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But yeah. But the moment he started having a panic attack and Kenji talked him out of it, I that know. was it for me. That, that was, was that was that the was, perfect moment. Yes. Which I have a quote for is that. <laughs> Uh, chapter 14 and I wrote in brackets the chapter I was actually waiting for <laughs> it's so frustrating that the chapter I wanted to read is the very last one so it's mm -hmm. just like ah, okay anyway the quote is on page 174 the sound of his voice is a strange lifeline the more he speaks filling my head with easily digestible nonsense I feel my heart rate start to slow the iron fist around my lungs beginning slowly to unclench and I love how we've started from 
the very beginning where Kenji's so annoying. From from his point of view, oh my god, it's Kenji again. He doesn't stop talking. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's Kenji cracking yeah. a joke. Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he go away? You know. And then we. <laughs> and have then I this... need Kenji to start joking right now. <laughs> yeah, and then I his it's Kenji's voice yeah. that makes him calm down, and that is so amazing. I just love it. I love it so much. That would made it like sink in that these two are actually friends yeah and <laughs> remember know? that scene is like ah oh, we're gonna be neighbors <laughs> <laughs> yeah. crack me up <laughs> and he was like hello i felt like warner didn't want to process that in yeah. the moment <laughs> <laughs> it was so amazing and can we talk about the fact that the novella actually ends she probably did this intentionally couldn't have been a coincidence mm on the words I do. Huh. Believe me, I do. Believe me, I do. I know we were gonna have this I do later, like in the vows and mm-hmm. in the when Castle officiates yeah. them and it's and like a different vow. It's like a different vow, yeah. A vow to us. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Wait, Kenji said this is the beginning of a new chapter for all of us, man. For the whole world. This wedding is making history right now. You know that, right? Nothing is ever going to be the same. And then Warner says, believe me, I whisper. I do. (laughs) I love that it's like a different I do. But it's also, if you just look at it on its own, it's like, Mm -hmm. I do. (laughs) (laughs) But then the actual wedding didn't happen. (laughs) Let's talk about that. (laughs) Those were my expectations and I didn't get the wedding anyway. Like, why did I go through all of that? But I know that she's... I know it would be a bit cliche if she added the wedding. And it would be a bit cheesy. I mean, I mean... uh, But I want to hear Werner saying vows out out loud. Even if they are the traditional ones. Or maybe he would break from script and actually say something in front of all these people for like (laughs) from what they're feeling. Yeah. So like he would feel safe or something, you know. Uh, But this novella is a roller coaster. It's it has everything. Everything you want to resolve from the like the Mm. whole series. Everything is tied up. Everything is discussed um there like in in between there are like passages about how uh, the world is right now what they're fixing what they want to fix where are they at regarding their goals yeah so world wise Mm -hmm. of the novel you know where you are so that was fulfilling yeah but i don't know like about the surprise wedding for example i I still don't know how I feel about that because Kenji was kind of right when he said I wouldn't like spring on someone the, a surprise wedding like mm. because uh, this is like a, such a big deal and I feel like for us this would be a nightmare. <laughs> we need to be like aware of it and prepare yeah. ourselves mentally. And I feel like Aaron is does kind of have a personality type in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a nightmare but at the end of it like thinking of of Juliet slash Ella it makes him it makes it worth it you yeah. know plus everyone they know is already there like it's not like he, he would have wanted family that, to come or <laughs> <laughs> or 
<laughs> or like a certain someone else to come. Like Juliet is his whole world. So yeah, and Kenji and Sam and <clears throat> Maria and Winston and Ian, right? And Adam and James. Oh, Adam and Adam. Adam is he a completely different person or what? <laughs> yes. He's completely different. Yeah. He was so cool at the wedding. <laughs> Him and Elia. Yeah. They were so cute. Oh, yeah. But I really liked the way things ended. And I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Mm. Even though it didn't receive what I was expecting. But she still tied everything really well together. And yeah. I actually went in without any expectation. I just wanted to read like for me imagine me was it and then there was this novella so i was like what else does she has to tell us <laughs> <laughs> you know really I went in like that wow okay um but of course what made me really excited about it was that it was from Aaron's perspective so yeah i think that was perfect by the way yeah. i don't think this book we didn't get been... enough of him and imagine me by the way it was more kenji true. than him true it was more from his, we talked point about of that view of kenji we yeah. talked about that yeah so. it was like the the most important novel that we needed to be in warner's head mm -hmm. and we weren't there Th that was so weird because in in defy me was it defy mm -hmm. me do we still have warner and defy me yeah yeah we do and uh And then she just stops Warner and Imagine Me. Why? <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Maybe she has Warner chapters, but she doesn't. She Include hasn't released them? them yet. She would release them online or something. Maybe, yeah. But yeah, it actually, it doesn't feel like an ending. It feels fulfilling, but it feels the kind of new be beginning that fulfills the yeah. happily ever after. Exactly, you know? yeah. You can imagine these, there, all the dynamics between all the characters, like... Kenji still annoying Aaron and Aaron still needing Kenji and like uh -huh. Juliet and, and Aaron like in real life more like involved with mm -hmm. their surroundings. You can see how it will go. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed rereading the whole series because it was it was interesting to see it from a different perspective because like I've grown so much. I read it when I was like 16, 17 mm. and now I'm like 23, almost 24. <laughs> But I I reread the first three books when Restore Me was out. So I didn't do that again with Believe Me. I was like, okay, like I read them. Yeah. I read them kind of recently. <laughs> I just went I went back to Imagine Me thinking it was the part where he proposes and that they have already been back from uh, Oceania when when J when Ella was Robo J and then you know it was the the oh. events were jumbled in my head but uh -huh. like I I thought I would be like I would read the last bits of imagine me and that would be it yeah <laughs> but it turns out I needed to read the whole book to know where we're at uh-huh But Actually, you bad. didn't have to read Imagine Me at all yeah. to read Believe Me. You don't have to read any of the books to read Believe Me. True, It's true. Really... I just wanted to be in the mood because I yeah. felt like by the time I'm in the mood, the exactly. novella will be over, yeah. <laughs> you know? I wanted to be consumed by it to appreciate Believe Me. You know, mm -hmm. like I... Because I haven't read Shatter Me for like years mm. and... The only ones that I quite like really remember was 
restore me define me imagine me because they when they came out we reviewed them oh my Mm. god i can't speak english (laughs) we reviewed them on our podcast so those were the recent ones that i read but shatter me unravel me and ignite me i didn't like read them at all for like years so i had to like refresh my mind and and go through that roller coaster again of like discovering everything and define me and ignite me was was perfect ah ignite me i I said this. I said this to uh, uh, my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> I said this to him, and he and I. I remember telling him that "Ignite Me" is my top favorite uh, book in the whole series, really. And "Imagine Me" is close because of uh, what's happening. Even though, like, I enjoyed the Robo J part. <laughs> I don't know why no one's enjoying that. <laughs> It was hilarious, but it was unsettling. I like it was gonna pass. What did you not think no, it was gonna pass? No, 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 no. While reading it for the first time, I felt like I already knew it was gonna pass. There's no, no I way didn't think so. Like that for for a time at least, like for some chapters, it was like oh my god. With every time, uh, Emmeline trying to like wash over that control mm-hmm. off of her and, and failing when like she feels yeah. this uh, heat inside her uh, i would feel the the like the failure you know why you would think that but i honestly didn't think it would last because how would the story end mm-hmm. it would end on a really shitty <laughs> shitty part you know i don't think tahira would do that to us but the way he brought her back and imagine me yeah <laughs> very no, creative kind of <laughs> very creative yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like um when we went back to kenji after that um and kenji was like wondering oh my god are they okay are they <laughs> like oh boy they are oh they're very okay <laughs> they are no, excellent i wonder i wonder what he's doing with there I, I will tell you <laughs> skin to you skin don't want to know you don't want to know what they're doing <laughs> all you w- need to know is they're fine <laughs> yeah but but like the shatter me series is a series that that changed a lot in us growing up i think like when True. i read it it was yeah for the first time it was something it was the first time I read it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was so in love with the characters, and it really consumed me more back then than now. Because now, if I read it, I feel like some of the dialogues are a bit ridiculous. Some of the ways that pan out because they're teenagers, we, but, we have to remember but that. But Juliet had some really good quotes or excerpts in her head when she was in her head. I know, I know, but no one talks like that. <laughs> that's what i'm like saying like mm. no one talks in metaphors no one <laughs> you know she what i'm saying talking she was thinking i know no one thinks in metaphors either honey <laughs> <laughs> i know it's a novel i know it's like she's trying to make it more beautiful and i appreciate and that it was beautiful her writing is excellent yes it's excellent but uh some of some of the times where even kenji got on my nerves <laughs> i have to say even he got on my nerves sometimes yeah. It's like imagine read like binge reading Kenji. It's like But he's amazing. He's amazing, he's amazing. Of course, so without a <laughs> doubt, he's one of my favorite characters. But Warner's on top. Mm-hmm. No one can change that. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Juliet. 
<laughs> True. I think we had a very productive episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to be talking about this again. I, I can't like say enough how much I love this series. Yeah, me too. I love it so much. I even this series reading it. Uh, made me want to go back to other s- series that, that I we read then, like the selection, for started. example, or and I want to go back to Divergent. Divergent, yes, I saw you put that on script. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like, did. Okay, I was like, okay, what's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> it really made me nostalgic of all the books yeah. that I read yes, as a kid. Yes. Really, that I mean, I'm best. still a kid. Let's get that straight. I'm not an adult <laughs> yeah. in any way. We're we're never adulting. No. <laughs> Pinky promise on that. <laughs> Pinky promise. Oh, our okay. laptop is about to die. Yeah, so that is a good sign too. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this chapter. Me and too. You would go back to the other ones that we talked about in the series. Yeah. We wish we would have made on the first three books at least, but yeah, <laughs> no time to. Uh, yeah, leave. I don't think we're gonna do that. Although it's still fresh in my head, but no, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> We've already talked about everything that we needed to say and Believe Me really wraps it up and yeah. I'm glad we could talk about it again, you know? Mm-hmm. Like one last... Thank you, Tahira. That that was a point. <laughs> it's like, why make another book so we can talk about it? <laughs> exactly. So next time, next The Handmaid's Tale, which will be an intense episode. So watch out for that. And please, if you have the time, read the book so you can enjoy the episode with us because yeah. we're going to analyze the crap out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. See you in the next chapter. See you. Thank you for making it to the end of this chapter. As sad as it is that the Shatter Me series has come to an end, we are still happy that we got to read about the wonderful and memorable characters of the series one last time, and finally see Warner and Juliet ride off into the sunset. Until next chapter, chapter 40, where Hanin and I dare to step foot into another dystopian world, but instead of the reestablishment, we have Gilead ruling North America, a world where pregnancies are a rare and precious thing, where handmaids are expected to carry out a sacred ritual, trapped in the Republic of Gilead and only valued for their ovaries. Join us in this next chapter as we attempt to analyze The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, a scathing satire, dire warning and tour de force. We post on the last Thursday of every month, mark the page for chapter 40.